0: What is going on, everybody? This is Josh, and I just want to welcome you to another episode of the One Word Podcast. At One Word, our mission is to choose it, rep it, and live it. And our podcast comes alongside that mission by helping us to dive deeper into our different words. Hey, this episode, you are in for a treat. We have Jamie Kent with us, the president of the No More Foundation. And we recently announced on the One Word Way that we are partners with No More $2 from every purchase goes to no more and what they are doing i am so excited for you to listen to jamie in this episode as he shares from the heart and he shares more about what no more is doing you are going to love this episode but if you haven't listened yet you need to go back and listen to our last episode with jim morgan of meet the need all right everyone you're gonna love this episode buckle in and let's go All right, One Word listeners, we have an amazing guest with us today. We are so excited that Jamie Kent is with us today. We are so glad to have him. Jamie, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. So excited to be with you.
0: Yeah, Jamie is uh, helping lead at No More, which we recently announced uh, Mm -hmm. with the One Word Way. $2 from every purchase is going to them because of the amazing work that they are doing. Jamie, would you fill us in a little bit about what's going on at No More?
1: Sure so uh no more i guess i could start by saying our our bottom line is we connect people to care for the least of these uh matthew 25 jesus said whatever you did to one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine you did to me uh and for me i go that is the the call that god has for us and uh, we take those words no more that battle cry if you will and we put them in front of some strategic initiatives or things that we see in our world that we shouldn't see And we Mm -hmm. say, no more poverty, uh, no more slavery, no more orphans. Why? Because all these things are not independent of each other, but rather interdependent on each other. Where you find poverty, you'll find slavery, you'll find orphans, people that feel hopeless. And uh, and so no more is about bringing the church close to the need and seeing that they can be an integral part of declaring it, owning it personally and declaring those words themselves. And that's what we do. We connect people to care
2: yeah that's sweet that's such a it feels like a simple but so powerful and i guess virtually endless vision of of fighting all those things that's that's huge yeah Yeah, absolutely so uh jamie tell us a little bit about how your personal story intertwines with the story of no more
1: yeah that thanks that's that's kind of a loaded question (laughs) uh you know i think we all have a personal story and um Uh, mine is one not too far from some some people that might be listening today which is uh, started out with a little bit of tragedy but god has a way of taking tragedy and turning it into triumph Mm -hmm. and so uh you know my you know mine's not the most tragic story in the world um i was um uh, you know my parents divorced when i was very young right after i was born Uh, and my mom remarried and we moved into a small town Uh, In the Midwest, and uh, that's where my life began. And uh, I grew up in a seemingly normal family, uh, a mom and a stepfather, uh, and did seemingly normal stuff. But behind the scenes, there were things that weren't so normal.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, a lot of abuse was happening in in multiple ways. And uh, at the age of 10, uh, I was removed from everything that I thought was normal. You know, police showed up at our house one night, and that was it. Uh, and my whole life changed from that point on and, uh, struggled, uh, for many years and struggled with identity, struggled with, uh, why that happened. And, uh, yet when I was 17, um, God turned that tragedy into triumph. I met Christ for the first time. I remember where I was, it was February, uh, February 10th of 1990. And, uh, he just changed my whole life. Uh, but I didn't really understand what that change would mean. And. It's this interesting thing, guys, because God has a way of taking those tragic moments in your life. And if you allow him and if you surrender to him, he'll take that tragedy. He will turn it to triumph, but he'll allow you to use it to, to speak to other people's lives. And God, you know, gave me empathy for people that experienced tragedy. And that was, I think, the 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 beginning of this work of no more, long before it ever it ever happened. God just took that. That simple moment, but hard moment, and now it's kind of expounded. and I have this serious empathy for people that struggle and that are hurting and that are lost, that are feel hopeless. And so out of that, you know, through a series of other events and ministry and the business world, and God just spoke clearly in two thousand and ten, while I was at a conference in Atlanta, um, my heart was just breaking for people. Hmm. And I heard him say, "No more, not on my watch. And from that, birth the organization that we are today and um, we're grateful that we and humble that we get to partner with local churches and businesses and individuals that want to own that declaration themselves
2: man that gets me fired up no more That's so, cool.
0: That's yeah. so
2: cool yeah yeah
0: it's cool love to hear it. how your story god is using your story so much and that can be that can and should be all of us right as, yeah absolutely part of the kingdom and part of the story of god man he wants to use our lives to leverage his glory in the world and. Amen. Absolutely. That, Jamie.
1: I love that. I get to be a piece in this whole puzzle. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it's awesome. Thank you mm-hmm. so much, man, for yeah. being a servant of the Lord. It's awesome to see. We're inspired by you, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so man, jumping back into no more. So you share your story and it's so intertwined with no more and your heart beats for it. And so share with what you guys are doing to effectively change lives through no more.
1: Yeah. So we have, um, Uh, Ultimately, we're about moving the church and individuals to action, helping them find their next right step in caring for people. Uh, And we have different uh, vehicles to help mobilize people to action around those pillars, no more orphans, no more slavery, no more poverty, um, that helps them take their next right step because we know not everyone's gonna do the same thing, but we all must do something according to scripture. And so um, our work is is unique. you know, when I was a kid, I loved playing with dominoes. And, uh, you know, dominoes, you know, you, you'd set them up. Now, maybe that wasn't the original intent for dominoes, but you set them up one at a time, right? And, and then you just knock one over and you watch the whole thing cascade. And that's a, that illustration is a lot of the work of No More. Our impact is not just on those who are vulnerable, but on those who choose to step in and care. Uh, I'll give you a story as an example. We do a, an experiential event called the No More Orphans Experience. and It's all about bringing people close to the heart of God and close to the heart of the need of kids that are in foster care in, in our country today. And then helping them take their next right step on how they can serve these kids and these families that are hurting. And there was a couple that came to an event just this past year, uh, with David and Beth. And David and Beth were just about to be empty nesters, we were invited to the event. And unannounced to them, God began to move on their heart and they go we can't let this happen in our own community there are kids that are sitting sleeping in in offices and and don't have a place and don't have christ and and so they just said okay we're gonna say yes and they didn't just say yes a little bit they dove all the way in they said we're gonna go get licensed and become foster parents and and they did and through that um you know right about november time they took in a little girl She was just a little over a year old um, uh, and they, they didn't, you know, it was, they didn't just set a ta- a place at their table for, for that little girl for Thanksgiving, but they set a place for her mom and they mm-hmm. invited her mom into, into their home. And I just think, man, the impact of that, and this is the mom who's lost her, her daughter to the system, but is trying so hard to get her back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the, the, the way they were Christ to the child and to the family was so moving. And that mom was so moved that, I mean, her life began to be transformed. She was in a program. She was trying to get her life back together. She went back to her program, and she started talking to people about how God was changing her life. And, and uh, one thing led to another. And here's this, this um, foster dad who's being invited into this world. And he's also a minister. He's a bivocational. And they've invited him into this program to come and baptize four of the women there who wow. give their lives to Jesus. And I just think of that domino effect. It's just that one Yes. Hits the next, hits the next, hits the next. And a lot of our work um, is like that. Our impact is significant because it's not just what happens at no more. It's what happens when people say yes. And so that's uh, a little bit. It's one story, and we've got a lot of them. So I just wanted to share that story with you.
2: Wow, that's a great story. That's uh, that's such a good image, too the domino effect, how it yeah. just trickles. It starts with one yes. Yes. I love
1: yeah. I love that's
2: that. Continuing on with no more, how you guys have a metric of $8. You say that $8 is an amount that can change someone's life. Can you talk a little bit about how you came to that number or what that means for you guys at no more?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, first, I mean, I, I, I gotta say it like this. It's, uh, and for all the, all the people that think, um, literally and and in mathematics, you know, I mean, it's a simple math, you know, uh, how, how many dollars did we put into our programming? Last year, and how many lives were impacted through the programming and the things that we did. And so the simple math is we did we were able to impact a little over 15,000 lives last year through our program So, um, so that eight dollars truly just comes from that. Uh, And so we invite people in at that level to help us to continue the work to impact more lives. Uh, And so we're uh, you know, but there are many. Things that happen, like I said, and I don't need to reiterate, but that domino effect. I mean, we can't even measure those other impacts a lot of times. Right, but right. We know they happen, uh, and so um, uh, yeah. So that's that's how we get to that that number. That's <laughs>
0: awesome. That's so cool. It's cool for our listeners to hear that, um, and being a part of it from the one word side. When you think about man, every four items that are purchased, that's one life being changed tomorrow. Yeah, end. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, and every everything matters, you know um we don't take it for granted um the people that uh, are able to give they're it's not a transaction for us it's a relationship uh we don't just want your money we want to invite you into owning the declaration you know um my two favorite words in that scripture in matthew 25 are these and mine because when i read it it leaped off the page for me because jesus didn't say those people over there he said these people my people so when I think about it, I change my perspective and go, yeah, it's, it's not that woman, it's my sister. It's not that kid, it's my kid. You know, when I start to personalize it and own it, then I will, I'll do whatever I, I can and however I can to help uh, those people. And so keeping that on the forefront and inviting people in, you know, we're not just taking your dollars, we're inviting you in to owning it yourself and making that declaration real.
2: Yeah. Man, talk about purpose, fueling your purpose. When you look at the least of these in our world today and you picture them as not those people, but as my people, that yeah. just adds a whole other level of emotion, sure. of desire, of passion yeah. for them. Yeah. That's huge, man. That's yeah, that's a absolutely. great perspective. Okay. So Jamie, with, with No More, we're going to move on to something else quick, I promise. But how can our listeners get involved with No More?
1: All right. So, um... Let me say this, um, and it's probably not going to be much different than the way you can get involved in any organization. Okay? okay. Yeah. Um, but I will say it's important. Um, pray, do uh, not just pray uh, for us. Pray for those who are hurting. Um, I think in our in our culture today, we we tend to sometimes pray a lot of our own prayers for the things that are going on in the world. But if I could just encourage your listeners for a second to get outside the box and pray for someone who's hurting, who's vulnerable. Think about those people, pray for them, pray for the least of these, it matters. And, uh, you know, so getting involved, allowing yourself to pray for someone other than yourself, it really does expand your heart. It opens you up to what God might have for you. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is advocate, um, uh, speak up for those who can't speak up for themselves, uh, you know, and and do something, get involved. Don't just say it, but do it. And uh, You know i mean from the side of the work that we do you can follow us um we're always advocating for people that are hurting uh, on our social media and things like that but you know invite people in and and start having a conversation that's meaningful um that's not i'm not talking about a political conversation we 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 have a tendency in, in our culture to be known for what we stand against rather than what we stand for and there's a big difference yeah So there is a big difference. And I just want to encourage people to start standing for love, standing for people that are hurting, standing for those that can't stand for themselves. And, uh, you know, have conversations wrapped around that and and what it means for us to live intentionally in doing that. And then last time, you know, I'll say it, give. Uh, Give of your time, your resources, your talents, you know, and gosh, and do it now, don't wait. You know, I mean, yes, continue to tie, but give them about, be above and beyond that. You know, give them everything you can, and, and ways you can do that. And my goodness, I mean, if you're thinking about it, and you know an organization that that you're compelled to give to, hit pause right now. Just go do it. Give it now. You <laughs> know, just literally go do it. And if it's no more, great. If it's not, that's okay too. You know, I mean, you can go to fourno more four slash donate, or, hey, we even got a Venmo account, because we're kind of, I guess, cool like that. Um, you can go search for us at four no more, um, and you can get that way. And so, you know, but find ways to give of yourself, to pour yourself out. I love what Isaiah said in 58. It says, um, spend yourself on behalf of the oppressed, not give a little, spend yourself on behalf of the oppressed. And so I just say, give, continue to be generous. Let us be generous. That's the way we're gonna be able to stand for something and show the world what we're for rather than what we're
0: against. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for giving that call to action to our listeners as well. We love to give them a challenge every episode and you nailed it right there. We don't even have to, so yeah. thank you. <laughs> uh, moving more since uh, this is one of our leadership session episodes, we wanna ask you a few questions on leadership, if that's cool with you. So yeah. one of the things we wanna ask you is Who's one of the most influential leaders in your life and what have you learned from them?
1: Okay. Um, one of the most, man, that's again another loaded question because of some <laughs> people that have led me to a place where I could even be sharing with you today. And let me say this, um, from my perspective, um, leaders are people that you allow close um, and who come close. Um, leaders lead you and allow you to follow. Um, and I'll say this, you, you can't follow someone that's not close. Have you ever tried, you ever had, you know, getting on the road and you're, you're carpooling and you're, you've got a guy that says, hey, follow me, I know where to go. And then they're a lead foot and they just take off and they're, they're two miles out. You can't follow that. You know, that they're so far down, down the distance. There are incredible leaders in our country and they are incredible leaders within the Christian community. And I don't have to name all of them, but I can tell you that there are people that I admire and that I respect and that I'll listen to. But they're not leading me. They might be a mentor or a model for me. People that lead you are close. And um, when I think about it in that ter- in those terms, and I go, okay, there's three people in my life that I immediately think of that that I'm close to that 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 helped me. Um, and the first is um, is my dad, um, my father. Um, when he found out the struggle that I was going through after I got after we got removed from our home. Um, you know, he was remarried and living in another state. But he, I mean, he taught me what rescue looked like, mm. and, or he even knew Jesus. Wow. Um, and I don't mean to get emotional, but my dad is a very special person for me. I know not everyone has a great relationship with their parents, but I'm very fortunate to have a father who's taught me what it's like to, um, to love wealth and to not leave people on the sidelines. And so, uh, my father was one of those people. And uh, I think of in the business sense, you know, uh, you know in my young 20s out of school, uh, my first, one of my first real professional jobs, uh, I was working in the construction industry selling, you know, construction materials. And I, I got to tell you guys something. I know nothing about construction. Matter of fact. We have a motto in my home. It's a three-word motto, pay the man, because I'm not good at construction, but I I learned from this man. His name was Floyd Staley. I still remember him today, one of the first leaders that I got to watch, um, who who led from a place of not just telling you to do something, but he did it first. And he taught me what it was like to, to go first before all the other people. And he was wise, and he was joyful in doing it. He wasn't begrudging, and he just when something needed to be done, he would do it. And then he would teach you how to do it. So you could do it next time. So Floyd was one of those guys. And then, um, last, this is a shameless plug because I'm so very close. It's my pastor, uh, my pastor, Mark Fattrochi as a mouthful on the last name, so <laughs> pastor Q and, uh, pastor Q is a, a man that's full of wisdom, but he's growing a church that is, that's in love with Jesus. And uh, he's inspiring. And one of the things that um, uh, that he's taught me. He's taught me many things. You should go follow him on social media. You could, He could be a mentor or a model for you. Uh, Mark Quattrochi on Twitter. Uh, I think he's that on Instagram too, but you look up that name, there's not many. It was, <laughs> so it was not hard to find, but um, he, he, he taught me not to settle for mediocrity mm-hmm. um, and that we were created in his image and he... The Lord is great and from that place of his greatness um, we were created to do great things so don't settle take the hill win the battle in the name of Jesus and my pastor teaches me that all the time in his sermons and at times I get to sit with him, and uh, he's just an incredible man and I'm very very grateful for my pastor so there's my shameless plug in my three people that have influenced my life in dramatic ways
2: yeah, that's so refreshing to hear that someone inside the church is teaching you how to not settle for mediocrity. Because I feel yeah. like in a lot of ways, the ministry world, not everybody, but there's some attitude. Um, maybe I should be careful when I say this, but some attitude for settling for mediocrity or not really yeah. challenging. What if what we're doing is the best or the most effective? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is that's refreshing for us to hear for sure. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Come to my church sometime. You'll love it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs>
2: All right, Jamie, we've got one last question for you. What is your best leadership advice you could give to young leaders today?
1: Yeah, it's a a really great and important question. And here's uh, two thoughts behind that. Number one, it's not earth shattering, but be you. Hmm. Uh, World doesn't need another Stephen Furtick or Chad Beach. The world needs you. Uh, You are a unique, unrepeatable miracle of God. And the peace of Jesus that you carry is the peace that the world needs. And so be you. Don't try to be someone else. Don't be a, a, an imitation of someone else. Just be proudly who God made you to be. And the second thing is this leaders always care more about people and passion than they do process and outcome. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, process and outcome are, are byproducts of, of really healthy leaders, and they're important in, the process, in, in all this. But process and outcome don't follow people people follow people. And so as a leader, always care about those that you're leading. Always care about, take time for their lives to matter and uh, be intentional and let them know that their lives matter. Not what they bring to the table, but they truly matter. And so just um, keep that in mind for young leaders. Um, Don't ever get caught up in in the outcomes or the process. Always get caught up in the people and they'll help you with the
0: process and the outcome. Thanks for sharing that, Jamie. That's so crucial to hear, even for me and Nick right here. Uh, that's so crucial to remind ourselves of what's most important every day, and that's relationships. So thanks for reminding us of that today. It's really good.
2: Jamie, thank you so much for joining us, man. It has been a blast to have you, uh, to learn from you, to hear your story. So we are we are blessed to spend some, to spend some time with you today. Thanks for having me, guys. So very grateful for both of you.
0: Yeah, thanks so much, Jamie. We're cheering you and your whole team on at No More, uh, we're so amazed and inspired by the work you guys are doing. So thanks for taking the time to share some of that with our listeners and, and share some leadership wisdom as well.
1: Fantastic. I'm, I'm grateful that I got to be here and uh, uh, I look forward to connecting with you guys. And thank you for your willingness and your heart to want to be a part of declaring No More, even in simple ways.
0: It's uh, It matters
1: and we're grateful for it.
0: that wraps up another episode of the one word podcast we hope that you love this show we want to thank jamie and the entire no more team for all that they are doing to make such a positive impact in our world and we just want to remind you that with the launch of the one word way two dollars from every purchase that you make at the one word store goes to no more and what they are doing hey if you loved this episode please leave us a review leave us a rating subscribe to our show and share this episode with one of your friends who you think it will touch We love you all and have a great day.